When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, two things I have to report. Yeah. That uh, Brittany had to go poop. Yeah. So she ran down the hall. Mm-hmm. On the way back, she tore the doorknob off the front door. It's, we live here now. So this is our place of Jesus. residence now. I walk in, the whole day, door handle comes off. Nobody can come in or out of this building or so this room. Is it the inside one? Yeah, hopefully inside that one. came off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we might be able to work it out. Might we might no. be able to get out? No, just. But tell people can still get in. Change of address. Get a hold of the postal service. I can't believe you tore the doorknob off. It was a, it's a weird feeling to walk, and then I started laughing so hard, and AJ goes, "I don't even want to look. Like, what are you laughing no. so hard about?" I couldn't stop laughing because I was just holding it like. God. <laughs> well, it's, it sounded like something. Got knocked over, so I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna have to clean something up now." <laughs> and then she's just standing there, like a little kid, holding this oh, yeah. doorknob, yep. just like that's your buddy. I don't know ours now. How'd you do that? I don't know. Stuff's so strong. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't eat eggs in the morning. It gets so strong. Yes, that's what it is. Like Popeye. So stink strong. You're unbelievable. Kristen, ready to go? Yeah, she, she is. Kristen ready. Burt. Kristen, you ever tore a tear a doorknob right out of a door? Um, yeah, I have. Oh, good. Well, so there you go. Yeah, I'm on good company. So I guess yeah. violent women are in my life. That's what mm-hmm. it is. No, it's like when it's loose and then you you pull it and it just uh, comes off and then you're stuck in there. That's happened. This is our life now. We live. Can you tell our friends and family that we miss them? Yes, I will absolutely do that for you. <clears throat> that clearing of my throat was, that's bullshit. I'm not going to do that. So, I'm telling you. Catherine and I are a lot of people. I know I think I brought this up to you yesterday, but I want to ask you again. Do you think that viewing of of Australian, German, Irish, English shows has gotten has kind of blown up on streaming now because the strike? How is the strike doing? But did they figure it out? Oh, my gosh. No. Uh, Yesterday was an absolute chaotic storm of a mess of everything so they are we're back in negotiations yesterday i think they broke somewhere probably around 10 p.m pacific time okay and they are meeting again today which is great that means they are making progress because the last few times they've met they've just walked away from the table and as we mentioned the ceos are in the room and this is the first time we've seen them in the room so they're committed to making a deal happen of some sort um but this is so weird because I feel like I'm in the middle of this storm because Dancing with the Stars, which I have covered heavily over a decade, is in the center of this storm. 
And they have one WGA writer on staff. It is considered a struck show by the WGA, but the SAG contestants um, are on a different type of contract than the WGA writer. It is not a struck uh, contract. So everyone is allowed to work. And in fact, they are legally obligated to work if they are on this SAG contract. But WGA is trying to postpone the show until the strike is over. Kind of similar to what they did with the daytime talk shows of Drew Barrymore and the talk and things like that. And so ABC has made plans to possibly postpone Matt Walsh, the actor, not Matt Walsh, the political pundit, yeah. <laughs> um, is one of the contestants, but he was also a WGA member. So he was crossing the picket line to go to rehearsals, but ABC had not let him know it was a struck show. So he had signed the contract and now he basically is a WGA member and a SAG member crossing the picket line as a WGA oh. member, but legally hey. obligated as a SAG member to do the show. <laughs> Um, he finally was able to just say, hey, you know what, guys, I, I've got to pause this. I don't think they're going to go after him legally because guess what? He's got some recourse where uh, nobody told him it was a WGA show because people assume that reality shows don't have union writers. Oh. I'm here to let you know. Here's the secret. Every single reality show, whether it's a game show, a dating show, or a competition show, has writers. Sometimes they're union, sometimes they're non-union, and when they're non-union, they slide it under a sneaky little title called story producers, like they do on The Bachelor. They craft a story for you, um, even though you're on a competition show trying to date a guy and trying to get married. You have a story, and they're going to use it for you, and they're going to use it against you. God, that's so amazing that we've gotten so, everything's interwoven now, everything's part of some other thing, and I just, is it, is it looking better, do you think? Is it the same? So in terms of the strike, it is looking better in terms of moving forward and finding some type of agreement. So I, I'm hopeful that hopefully, let's just say in the next uh, three, four, five days that we will say we will at least be able to call off the strike lines for the WGA. That is not an immediate solution because then it has to go out to the membership. The membership has to vote. So this will be a couple of weeks process. But then they have to go back to the table and negotiate with SAG. And they have not been at the table with SAG since July. God, you know, the sad thing about that is you look at it and because and, as I brought up earlier, shows from around the world, streaming television doesn't need anything out of Hollywood to tell you the truth. They, they could get by without any more Hollywood shows at all. That can't be a very comfortable position, I would think. They will always need American shows. I, I mean, so? I, you can't. You know, it's it. We can have, and I, I'm glad that we have more of an influx of international yeah, shows. Yeah. But we're always going to need something from the U.S. I mean, today, you know, Netflix is talking about their Squid Games live reality competition show that they're launching over Thanksgiving weekend. Squid Games, the scripted series, was obviously a huge phenomenal success, but people still want to see their stranger things. They still want to see their Mandalorian. Sure. They still want to see all of those shows. So there's always going to be a need for it. I, the biggest to me, the biggest threat is AI. It's not international shows. Yeah. Okay. Well, that does make total sense, but yeah. and Catherine and I are catching up with a lot of different shows that we, uh, you know, we haven't finished Barry yet because we waited till it was over to even start watching it. Righteous gemstones, the uh, succession, all those shows that you've talked about, like Kath and I started watching, they're all American shows, and we we enjoy them a lot. 
I just, are there some of them, do you think, that will never come back, though, because the season's run out, and do you think some shows are just going to go away? Yeah, we've seen a ton of cancellations of yeah. shows that had been renewed, but now that the strike is going on longer, they're saying, you know what, we're not going to do that last season. It happened during the pandemic. It's happening now yep. as cost-saving measures. And, you know, that's that's the deal. And a lot of shows that have contracts coming up for renegotiation, um, especially on the networks, they you're going to see the network saying, if you want another season, you need to have a pay cut. And that happened on Blue Bloods. It's happened on several other shows. And Blue Bloods cast took a 25% pay cut in order to do a final season. Did they really? That show has been huge, hasn't it? Huge. But, you know, it's been on for so long. The longer you're on, the more bloated the salaries become. Yeah, true. And, uh, you know, someone like Tom Selleck, listen, he's made his fortune and he understands it. He took a 25% pay cut because if you want that last season, it becomes about your crew having another year of work. And that's what you have to start thinking about. You can't start thinking about like, well, you know, we're 14 seasons in. I deserve a million dollars an episode. Well, if you can take a 25% pay cut because you already have plenty of money and keep your crew and the rest of the staff working, that's what you want to do. And and mm-hmm. so some of those A-list actors are going to have to also think about people other than themselves. I think that's true. Did you ever, because I've been relying on you for months and you've let me down horribly, mm. did you ever find me the second season of Fisk? No. Um, I did look it up. It is not available anywhere in the U.S. Why not? <laughs> it's just not available here yet. Oh, I would say God. it will be here in the future, so keep your eyes on it. We only got one episode left, and I refuse to watch it because we love it so much that I don't want to have that dead spot, but I suppose I'm creating my own dead spot anyway. You are creating your own dead spot. So that there, that is one of the benefits of waiting till a series has completely wrapped up Yeah, yep. to be able to watch it from start to finish and that's why i enjoy binge watching quite a bit because right now if you watch a show we're not going to see it for at least another year because remember these shows now have to get written you have to get the actors back on set working Mm -hmm. on a schedule and when both of these strikes are over it's going to be a production boom which is exciting but now you're going to have actors who are in multiple projects and are needed in multiple places at once. So some projects will be delayed as a result. Do you think there'll be one show when the strike is over? Will there be one show that's not written by Taylor Sheridan? <laughs> Jesus. The rate we're going, probably not. Did you see Man. the fight? Did you see the fight between him and Kevin Costner? Yes. <laughs> and what? So Physical? Uh, no, but no. behind the scenes, it really was like a little, like, let me pee on your territory. Yes, uh, I, yes. I mean, Kevin Costner went through a very contentious divorce this summer from his now ex-wife, Christine Baumgartner. They have wrapped it up. That's the good news. They've settled. But I think he started to realize that he is losing a lot of money now that he's getting divorced. And he mortgaged his $145 million estate to make this four-part Ooh. movie um, called Horizon, and he left Paramount Plus's Yellowstone as a result of all this, right. which gave him a very cushy paycheck. Yep. And he started to panic a little bit because all the money started going whoosh out of his bank account. So he went back to Paramount, and he's like, I think you need me for the second half of season five. Dang. And I'm open for season six oh. and season seven. No <laughs> way! Somebody's back. But wait. 
Sounds like me coming back. Better than that, he wanted like a limited schedule, and you know, he was like, "I need this, I need that." He had a whole list of demands, you know, things that they need, requests that they needed to meet. But the final one that got Taylor Sheridan to say absolutely not was that he wanted final script approval from Taylor and give his input into how his character was going to end up. Why? 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 Like, it's so funny to me, the egos on these people. Why? Why do you want that, Kevin? Take your check. Also, uh, he doesn't care about his fans at all, I've decided. He literally doesn't care. People are so emotionally invested in Yellowstone. And he said, I'll do this, I'll do half the season in one week. That's so disrespectful to the characters that the character you built up. People are dying over that. And then to just be, oh, also I need control, but I don't want to be involved, but I don't want to be there too much, but also I get to, why? What is this obsession with control? It's, it's an ego thing. And, you know, everyone has to remember that Yellowstone was Kevin Costner's comeback in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah People weren't right. knocking down his door before Yellowstone. Taylor gave him this opportunity to make an incredible amount of money at 68 years old in Hollywood. Yeah. And this is what, I mean, we've been talking about ageism a lot this week. Like this is amazing. We want a 68 year old actor working yeah. and he's and great in it out there and he's still a heartthrob and all of that, all of that. So, um, to sit there and sort of go, sorry, Taylor, not that grateful, but I want more money. I want script approval, but I don't want to be there that much. Thanks so much. And Taylor said, you know what? I've okay. already written the second half of season five without your character in it or however they Ooh. conclude his character. Ooh. He was like, I don't need you. I entertained it, but I don't oh, need you. And damn. Kevin is thinking now of suing Paramount Plus because he feels like they didn't honor his contract. Dang. I have a question for you, you know, because I my screen is dead, so I cannot see anybody. But you guys can see me, right? Yes. yes. Did you notice during that conversation, like Kristen, you can even see me, right? Mm-hmm. Now this is my monitor's dead; they're fixing it. But in any case, here's how she d- tells the story. She goes, "You know what upsets me so much is the unbridled arrogance." And she turns and looks at me. <laughs> It was unbelievable. What? The unbridled arrogance. Don't. I have a cough, and so you make me laugh, I cough. <laughs> really? Oh. Nice. The assholery. Yeah, the assholery. <laughs> there, she did hey, it again. Tom. She did it again, staring at me. I mean, tell me that, that he's not a pain in the ass to work with, Kevin, Kevin Costner. Costner. Yeah. You know what? I've interviewed him 10 times. He's the nicest guy in the world and, to interview. And everyone at my talk great loves guy. him. Every, like, we, they've, they've interviewed him, too. He's been great. Right. Yep. But, like... The ego on this guy is he's massive. Ego. He he's gonna go make ego. another baseball movie out of spite. I know he is. <laughs> That's his bread and butter. I'll that give him is that. his yeah. bread and butter. Oh, and he's so talented, and he's beautiful, and he's mm-hmm. got his cool band, and all these things. Like, I, I mean, he's awesome in a lot of ways. But I go, this guy. If this was a woman doing this and these demands, oh, we would be attacking her constantly being like, what a diva, what an asshole, all these and things. And by the way, we'd be attacking her physical appearance. Yeah, like she thinks she's so hot. She's, she's not. old, she's washed up, yeah. all of that. Um, and here's a little bit more tea about Kevin Costner. He has suddenly, now that he's single, he's suddenly become 
the hottest bachelor in Hollywood for, you know, the 60s set. And I guess like Meg Ryan is like setting her eyes on him and Kim Cattrall. And I'm like, who is he going to date? He usually dates much, much younger women, but maybe he will date someone in his age range because there are a lot of women that are after him now. Date? Great. This man should never get married again. Like, can we acknowledge that? That this man 100%. should probably never be married again. If 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 I was to be able to give him any advice is just don't put a ring on it. You don't need to at this point. You're fine. Date. Have fun. I can't wait till he, he gets has- somebody pregnant within the next like five months. Oh, it'll make me irate. <laughs> he has, probably I believe, true. six kids in total. Maybe Ugh. seven. There's um, nothing that makes- he had. Yeah. Two or three with his first marriage. He had three with his second marriage. And then he had a random baby somewhere along the way with uh, like a one night stand. Get the, get the snip, buddy. Come on. Right? As somebody who has had a really hard time getting pregnant, when these mother truckers just go around and go, here's my seed, la-di-da, and I, I'm 60 <laughs> years old, la-di-da-di-da, it makes me La-di-da, here's my sperm. <laughs> Have you been drinking? Yeah. I know there was something wrong. I could tell. For years. For years there's been something wrong. I just, it bugs me. I don't know what it is. It's such like a personal no, urge. I understand that. Ah. I do understand it. All right, we only got about a minute or two left, so anything coming up we should know about? Hmm? Um, the, for anyone who was around in the supermodels era, Apple Plus TV has a four-part docuseries with Cindy Crawford and Naomi Campbell and Christy Turlington and Linda Evangelista really looking back at the rise of the supermodel and everything looks so glamorous and fabulous and of course a lot of things were horrible behind the scenes but they get their opportunity to tell their story and it's really fascinating if you want to go back and look at that specific time period um and everyone remember Cindy Crawford used to be married to Richard Gere I remember. a little bit of Hollywood tea everyone forgets that ah, she was wow. 22 and he was 37 Every time you mention her name, I think that many, many years ago, her father, Cindy Crawford's father, was a, a big fan of the, of the KQ Morning Show. Wow. He loved the show, reached out and wondered if we could have dinner. Uh-huh. And I felt so bad afterward. This is many, many years ago. Oh, no, what? We go to dinner, and Dave Hamilton's there. Mr. Crawford and his wife are there. Uh-huh. We're having dinner, and Dave starts an argument with me at the table. We'd both been drinking. Yeah. The look of horror on Mr. Crawford's face is like, what did I get myself into? Here? <laughs> I mean, you take the left arm and sweeping all the dishes off the table. Oh my God! Wait, oh, he did that or you did that? He, we both did it actually. You at the same time? Oh God! And honest God, he was like, boy, Tom. Uh, Look at the time. My wife and I have to hit the road here, and I know I, it's nine oh at my. night, but we've got an appointment to get to. And he never listened to you again. <laughs> probably not. I, I, if I were him, I probably wouldn't have. I got to be. I mean, Dave and I must have looked like complete psychopaths. I don't remember what Dave used to do that to me once in a while. He used to poke the bear and try to get me as pissed off as he possibly could. Yeah, well, it was memorable. I bet. Oh, it was memorable. A lot of that era was very, very memorable. Who cares? Not like you know what. They got a they got a dinner and a show. No, he was a very nice guy though. I just wanted to say that her her, her father's a really nice man. Yeah. All right, is that going to be everything, sister? That's going to be everything. I hope you guys have a good weekend. It uh, should be interesting, I would imagine. And then next week, anything on the docket you're looking forward to next week? 
Um, well, next week, I, I'm, honestly, this is what I'm looking forward to and really curious about what's going to happen. It is the official start to the fall TV season. I am going to be watching ratings like a hawk. What does this mean for linear TV? Because if nobody's sure. watching uh-huh. or are people just looking for fresh content and they are watching, we will see how the rest of America is feeling about this strike and having a lot of unscripted content coming their way. It is going to be interesting, young lady. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful weekend. You too. Bye, guys. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen, take a break here. Be right back in a couple minutes. Chris Eggert will join us at that time. Tom Bernard here for Power Lodge and Miller Marine. As lake season throttles down, that kind of makes me sad when you hear lake season throttles down, but it's part of life. Trust the world's largest Bennington dealer, Miller Marine and Power Lodge, to protect your passion. Call today about Power Lodge Miller Marine's limited-time winterization specials. They are offering free storage with the purchase of a new boat. Get double the value if that new boat is a luxurious Bennington with unbeatable employee pricing stacked on top of rebates. This is the best time of the year to buy, and there's nothing wrong with fall water on the lakes with beautiful color-changing cruises. You need a power upgrade? They'll store that new motor for you, too. Prepare now and bundle up your boat for a worry-free launch next spring. Pontoon Passion starts at Miller Marine and Power Lodge. Free winter storage with the purchase of a new boat from my personal buddies at the Lodge and Miller Marine. Throttle therapy on and off the water at millermarine.com and powerlodge.com. Oh, and if you mention Tommy sent you from the Tom Bernard Morning Show, before the summer is done, you'll receive total consciousness. So you got that going for you, which is nice. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killebrew. Of course, there's the Minnesota baseball legend, Harmon, who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the old Met Stadium in Bloomington, and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs. There's Killebrew Drive, the legendary road that connects Highway 77 to the Mall of America, and a day of shopping you'll never forget. My current thoughts for the name Killebrew is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids, a cool, refreshing break in between innings at Target or CHS Field. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This summer, enjoy the one Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Your family will love Minnesota-made Killebrew Old-Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda. Then cheer on the fun. Take it from me, Ken Herbeck, Killebrew. It's how memories are created and legends are made. You all have helped support MyPillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. And by the way, that's not an exaggeration. I will tell you, I know Mike Lindell. I've known him for years, and he does treat his employees very well. 
You heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, the Giza Sheets, My Pillow 2.0, and more. Great news! The My Pillow Six Pack bath towel sets are back in stock. Their proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. Regular price is seventy nine ninety eight, and for a limited time, you can get this six pack towel set. For only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That's a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Yes, and the guy has a huge ego. And a real monster. You're unbelievable. Could you turn your body more to, like, single me out? I Actually, I could. I'm like, I, that No, the I, other way. Oh you, oh, you want to turn your back on me. I Turn see. your back on me, Mufasa. I understand completely. Ladies and gentlemen, news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Chris Eggert now joins us. And, of course, you know, Brittany's already been sucking up to him. Oh, Chris. I was trying to get you to look. I was trying to get, like, because you can't hear us. So I was trying to verbalize to get you to look up. You know how, like, you Your earrings when you, somebody's talking about you? Telekinesis. Yeah. And it didn't work. Yeah. I was like, disaster. Chris, look. Chris, look. And you weren't looking. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. I'll work on it. Because I do actually sit here for about five minutes prior, and I, I listen to the last segment, and I do try to lip read during your guys' commercial break when you're in there. Oh, so you do? I, I'm, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm a fan. Good call. Right, cool, yeah. No, that's, behind, that's a little behind-the-scenes pick. I'm a fan. I like it. That's all I have to say. So how have you been, Pally? Not, not bad. But big day, Tom, right? Big today? day today? What's the big day? Well, this is uh, the last morning morning uh, broadcast. Oh, another week. Uh, you didn't hear no, the what? news, huh? Au contraire. Au contraire. There's another week that what? we're going to do this. Wait, I, hold I, on. I, Let me check my schedule. Look, Are you sure? This is one of the things I've always loved about broadcasting. It's like, we'll either do it in February or November. We can't really remember which one it'll be. but You're telling us nobody communicated with Chris Eggert to tell him to be on <laughs> next know. week in the you morning? Know, I don't I think he's got the hint. That might be on me. I don't know. Maybe I didn't change oh, no. my calendar, but I'm no. pretty sure I didn't see an email on that. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a failure on our part. Tevin starts on Monday, and he's supposed to do the booking, so I think he'll be uh, hopefully talking to you. I'm okay, so we're still regular time. Are you available at this time next week for five days in a row? Absolutely. We would love to take that uh, time in your calendar if we could. Only if Tom really wants me here. Tom? How about if I get rid of both of you? What do you think? Uh-oh, you've been looped in with me? You're in big trouble. <laughs> You're in big trouble now, Eggert. Don't, don't put me into that. No. <laughs> yeah, don't be lumping me in with that crap. No, you're absolutely right. No, I, I, I just they, they had to go to some conference in Cincinnati or something or whatever, so it got to be a week later than that. And 
Um, so basically, I thought today was going to be the last day I'd have to get up early. And then from now on, for the rest of my life, I would not have to get up because we're moving the show to 11.30, 11.30 a.m. Central start. So I thought today was it, but no, we got another week. Get Tom, another week. And maybe there will be another one after that. Who knows? I don't know what to tell you. Think about how much sweeter that fruit will taste, though, when you get to take a bite out of it oh, after nice waiting try. a week. Okay, there. Once you settle down there, Steinbeck. I didn't like the way your face looked when you said that. <laughs> it, made, it made me uncomfortable. It made me uncomfortable, too. Like, I'm just filling out an HR form for some reason. It's because I was spewing so much bullshit, yeah. I couldn't even, like, yes. look at myself in the camera to, like, go true. along with it, all right? Swimming in it. See, it's sad because I can't see you. My my uh, monitor's dead. They're putting a new one in uh, this weekend, I guess, or whatever. But So I couldn't see you. Chris isn't bringing his oh. A game. He had a better shirt this week. He had two oh, he really did? good shirts this week. This one's okay. This one's very golf vibe. He's actually shirtless. Our house had a water issue, and all of our stuff is out of our rooms. And my clothes are all thrown in a back room here at the TV station. And, like, I don't even – I don't have a, a belt. I don't know what pants I'm wearing, so I just, like, grab something. It so looks- if I don't – it looks good. I just really like your plaid shirt, and I really like your uh, blue sweater a lot. Like, those are, yeah. This is, like, definitely a chiller vibe, which is, like, fine. So, again, Noted. I've been wearing this T-shirt for, like, three days in a row, so I don't know why I'm pointing out things, but it's fine. Tom, you look ready for the links. Uh, I'm not ready for the links, but I am celebrating my friend Jerry Grudel's uh Induction into the Golf Hall of Fame, which is pretty damn oh, cool. That's tonight. That is yeah. cool. That is amazing. It is tonight. So, yeah, I, I'll probably change it. I probably won't wear this uh, shirt to go see it tonight. Uh, how old is he? I don't even know how old Jerry is. I, he's got to be the late 70s. And he's still golfing all the time, right? Oh, yeah, he still golfs all the time, yep. That's awesome. No question about it. He's uh, become a really, a really great friend. He's also my insurance guy, so that does help, too. Yeah. You know oh, nice. I mean? There you go. So that's that deal. So Tom, yes. Oh, go, go ahead. You you spent a lot of time around golf courses. I have a question for you. Yes, sir. Um, it, I saw somebody do this the other day, and I looked at the producer next to me, and I said, "That is by far one of the douchiest things I've ever seen anybody do." <laughs> I'm excited. Okay, here we so go. Let me let me try to show you. If somebody did this when you were hanging out with them, like they're like, blah 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 blah. Oh, you know. See, I can't see you. Was the problem? He did that. He I'll, he, he did mimicked the, the, the like the, the Johnny thing. Carson golf move. Yeah, and it, like made the clicky noise. I'd... Like as a gesture, like you were in the middle of a conversation, and you're just like, "Hey, I'm a cool guy," and then you do the Johnny Carson like pretend to take a swing at a golf ball move. Mm-hmm. Johnny Carson could do that because he's Johnny freaking Carson. That's true. No, yes. Nobody else in the world should be allowed to do that. I say we start mimicking other sports, like in the middle of a convo, just act like you're bowling. Yeah, there you go. Hey, <laughs> so you really knocked that start, one out of the park. Like yeah. a, a tennis serve. <laughs> just like hardcore. It's like uber douchey, right? Tom, do you ever recall anybody like doing the Johnny Carson thing? Like, oh, in the middle of the conversation? No doubt about it, because it's just people. And uh, it's, the thing that I don't like now, and I'll be very honest with you, Catherine and I spend a lot of time, we play the, the par three over at uh, Braemar mm-hmm. because it's very quiet. Ooh, nice. A lot of golf courses now, and I don't know why they ever allowed this, there are people playing music and screaming and talking really loud. And it's, that is not golf, man. That's your drinking time or whatever that is. 
I can't stand the, how noisy golf has gotten. Really, it's terrible. That's that post-pandemic crowd. Yeah, probably. Hobby. Even yeah, though probably I play true. pickleball, I also blame pickleball for everything. Um, because they are loud people, and they don't believe. So I feel like that's carried over, too. I feel like. Yeah, maybe. Can we blame that pickleball a little? Which, yeah. again, I like playing. But they're loud people. They are. People have gotten a lot louder in the last 20, 25 years. There's no question about that. So I don't know. I, I blame everyone but me. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's fair. You know, it's totally fair. But, no, I, I still like getting out there. I love playing golf with Kath. Kath and I are pretty much shoulder to shoulder as far as abilities at golf. We almost always tie or she beats me by one or two or I beat her. Most often she beats me, though. But, yeah, I like that playing with her because we just have a nice time. You go for a nice walk and – that's one of the things I will tell you, and people do not realize this. One of the best ways you can burn a ton of calories is to oh, walk on sure. a golf course. Mm-hmm. It's Great phenomenal. Exercise. Great exercise. Especially if you're bad. Yeah, especially if you're bad. Yeah, then you're all <laughs> over the place. Yeah. You're walking back Boy, and AJ. forth. <laughs> I get a heck of a workout in, guys, let me tell you. I get really hyper-obsessed with collecting balls, and my husband's <clears> like, that's not why we're here. But I love and I know which are the nice balls, and I like get obsessed with it. So all of a sudden, I'll do a bad shot and be in the forest, and I'll be like, "Oh my god, it's a Pro V1!" He's like, "We need to keep moving, ma'am. Like, let's keep going." Right. Meanwhile, there's a bunch of people on the tee behind you, like, Fine. "Ah, what is this woman doing?" There's Why? three groups trying to play through. Let's go. I know. I've got like shrubs in my hair. It's fine. <laughs> So, well, in the news today, let me see. What was I going to tell you guys about? University of Minnesota. Uh, we, I told you about this a couple weeks ago. There's a big data breach. Get this now. They're releasing some more details on it. Tom, I'm not sure if you caught the news this morning. Um, I did, yes. They're saying uh, social security numbers, passport info, driver's license information, for anybody who applied to be a student, attended, or worked at the U of M between 1989 and 2021. That's Think about how many hundreds of thousands of people yes. that is. Yes. Dang. Okay, run That's, that stat by me again. What happened? Well, so University of Minnesota has now said okay. they had a big data breach. They believe the bad guys might have social security numbers, passport, driver's license information for anyone who applied to be a student or attended or worked there between 1989 and 2021. Dang. They just missed me. That's that's legitimately got to be like hundreds of thousands of people, if not more. Absolutely. Think about how many people probably just apply there. Right. Yeah. True. You know, even if you're thinking like I'm kind of stupid, I'm probably not going to get in. It's the if you're a Minnesota person, you know, yeah. it's like I got I'm going to apply to the U. Why not? And it wouldn't be so much your information at that time. It'd be your parents' information because you have to put all you know where they live, where you live at the time, or where your permanent house of residence. So it's like at first I go, who cares? I yeah. when my you know college days where I lived or had that information, but it's like, oh no, wait. They would have all well, my they've parents. They've got your info. social security number. Yeah, that's so many. Mine's not that valuable. <laughs> Some people's are. Mine's not. You know what's great about that? I was just thinking the same thing. It's like, oh, really? You stole my dad's social security number? Boy, that'll be valuable. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, lots of people have found ways to do all kinds of things with dead people's social security numbers. That's by true. the way, that's that's, that's true. like, I'm not a 
I'm not a scam guy, but that seems to be something that happens all the time, whether it's putting people's names on the voter rolls who are dead or, you know, whatever it might be. But mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I think we're going to keep hearing about that for like weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. God, so. That is, so this actually did happen. They're certain that this happened. Yeah. Oh, God, that's so disappointing. Don't you think? It, I mean, it is, and, but it's, I feel like, and I know some cybersecurity people and it's just, they, every time they come up, every time they come up with a new solution to stop the bad guys from getting in, you know, the bad guys have found a way to outsmart the yeah, systems. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you've got some of the, the, maybe not the most well-intended people, but you've got all kinds of people on the other end of that trying to pry into these systems and it's a bad deal. Yeah. Well, and the problem is the greed. I mean, look at all the things that have happened. The AI situation is go it could get really hideous. I mean, it could get really bad. Uh, the fact that people can just tap in with one or two little keys and, and have your whole life in their hands. Why weren't we protected from all of that uh, when artificial intelligence, I mean, before that, the whole thing, they never protected us from everybody else. And I'll never understand that. Yeah, it's and 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 who's behind it, right? Like, yeah, is it right? Is it these activists type people? Is it other? You know, is it other governments? Is it? I mean, who knows? It's there's all kinds of. I I like. I honestly expect and to like open up my bank account one day and just look in there and like all the like everything's gone. Like, I feel like that is such a possibility with. Yep. All this data stuff that goes on, which is yep. horrifying, right? Like I don't have money. I have enough money in the bank to live off of or in my pocket to live for about three hours. You know? <laughs> I don't. That's it. Maybe, no. maybe not even three hours. Probably couldn't fill up with gas. No, yeah, I understand. It's exactly what it is. We should have been protected from all this, but they just don't do those kinds of things. And I, it might be intentional. Who the hell knows? Keep everybody on edge, man. We can control you better if you're on edge. That's not, you, you, I'm, there's probably something to that. That's oh, there sure. is. Oh, I, I almost guarantee it. That's the whole deal now. Is let's every, get everybody as edgy as we can because they're much easier to control. That's unfortunate. Um, but the, the U of M is also doing, doing something very remarkable. They're releasing a new kind of apple. <gasps> yeah. You mean like an eating apple? Mm -hmm. Yes. Is it not a honey crisp wasn't good enough for them? No, that, what are they at? They're like, what do they say? 27? I think they're, this new one's their 27th. 27. Really? Okay, yeah. So this is the, the kudos apple. It's crisp and juicy, like you'd expect with an apple. I'm reading it right off the paper. Uh, but this one has. Crisp and juicy, just like you'd expect. Okay. Occasional tropical overtones. I don't know. I like Honeycrisp. Leave me alone. I mean, I'll try it. It's a it. mix of Honeycrisp and Zestar, according to the folks All at right. the... Uh, I'm in. That sounds like a cleaning chemical. Zestar. Uh, Zestar? Zestar. It does, doesn't it? Zestar is a... Yeah, it's pretty good apple. When my shower needs mold removed, I grab Zestar. Zestar. <laughs> Brittany's been in the toilet. Do we have any Zestar? <laughs> uh, we... I, I'll experiment with different apples. I trust the U. They make some good stuff here and there. They definitely. Mm -hmm. Oh, they've got a good track record of. And uh, out at the Arb, there, there's all kinds of magical branch grafting and things going yeah, on. Yep. So they can come up with these things. So. I love that. I love the Arboretum. Me it's too. phenomenal. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun Super to get lost. It's pretty this there. time of year, too. Oh, God, yes. It's beautiful. 
No question about. It. Well, I suppose we'll keep track of all this stuff and we'll see. I I like apples. Always. There are very very few apples. I was trying to think of that. I if there's an apple I don't like. You know, if they get too tart, I suppose I wouldn't care for that. Gogo has kind of ruined me for apples, so she doesn't want us to slice her some. She just wants to carry it around like some sort oh, of yeah. like emotional attachment piece <laughs> and then keeps eating from it when she drops it on the dog bed. Sure. And now I look at her and go, you're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but she knows the sign for apple. Does that all the time. A little apple. Aw, that's cute. It's, it's pretty cute. So I just hand her apples all the time and then has it all day. And then I pretty much... Take it from her dead claws before she goes to bed. What does this mean again when kids do this? More. Oh, more. more that's more. what. Oh, they got to do it like this. Kids always know more. They, yeah. Oh, they all know more. Yeah. Believe me, I see that all. And it doesn't even matter what it is. <laughs> They'll just do more over and over. Oh yeah, I yeah, see that all little, the time. You take your fingy tips and you just put them together. Is that like sign language or is that just like yeah. an instincts thing? No, no, no. It's uh, you teach them these little sign language. Like oh, okay. Water. You make a, a W and you put it on your chin. That's water. And then milk is like squeezing your hand, like your milk something so you just teach them these little things that they can use and it's because they don't they can understand things but they can't verbalize it so gotcha. it's super helpful to have a few things but okay yeah there you have it what else is in the news there sir uh you know what i was gonna do today um because gas prices have gotten so ridiculous oh yeah um i thought i'd introduce a new feature here on the podcast <laughs> love it love this um, because I was researching this for one of our segments on Minnesota Live today, and it mm -hmm. seems like good fun. Uh, I've got some gas stations that have gas under four dollars a gallon. Oh, I love. Ooh, we, I like. We need a trendy go. little name like "Gas for Less" uh, by Chris Eggert. Gas talk with Eggert. Gas time. Gas time. Yeah, I'm, I'm gas time. Gas. Time. How about this? Oh, you're talking out your gas. I love this. Whoa. What do you, what do you think? Love I like it. it. 10 out of 10. Everybody remember that title. Talking out your gas with Chris Eggert. Talking um, out your gas. Right. Let's go to the gas hole. Here he is, Chris Eggert. <laughs> love it. Gas love hole. it. Gas the hole. gas hole report with yeah. Chris Eggert. There we go. 10 out of 10. Love this. That's great. You nailed it, Touchdown. Tommy. Talented man, that Touchdown. Tom Bernard. Do the do the oh he's doing the he's doing the golf swing. Oh he's got his yep. golf swing going good. Douchebaggery moment has come full circle. Tommy nailed it. All right, well all you have to do is go to um, Pine River where there's some kind of a gas battle ha hanging uh, happening. Um, now keep in mind that's by the Whitefish Chain of Lakes, so it's sure. a good couple of hours up north. Yep. Um, but in Pine River they've got gas for three forty four a gallon. Ooh, a couple different places. Uh, and the holiday's not far behind at 347. Can I also get a donut over there at, what's it called again, Toby's? It's uh, on the Fuel way to Max, River, Holiday, or Senex, but I would guess you can get a uh, donut. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but Pine River, isn't that on the way to Pine River, going Toby's? I think so. Pine that? River's like three hours away, by the way. Pine River Bacchus. <laughs> Oh, is it that Bacchus. far? I didn't realize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the gas price war is also happening in Bacchus. It's a real thing. So listen, if you're up by Whitefish and enjoying some nice fall, you can save some gas. I'm pretty money. sure Pine River Bacchus is small enough that they have to combine the schools where it's called Pine River Bacchus. Oh, I think yeah. you might be right about so that. So they might be kind of intertwined. But... Uh, this is a weird one, though. The Speedway on East 7th in St. Paul has it for like 353 or 354. Really? Well, that's yeah. good. That is good. Um, yeah. 
Thanks, Gasshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gasshole yeah. yeah. No, no, wait, wait, wait. No, oh, 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 he's got more. Maple Grove 355 Kish Oil, which I like the name of that place, yeah. just at the very least. I, that's one I can swing through uh, on my way home here You've today. actually given us one convenient, yeah. halfway convenient one. I'm trying to talk to everyone in the state, not just people in the greater metropolitan He knows area. his audience. I applaud him for that. Uh, really good. Kish Oil is 355 Kish Oil. It sounds like some kind of frou-frou stuff that you use to like prepare quinoa or something. It does. Just take a couple dashes of kish oil. Mm, you're going to want to make sure your kish oil is fresh. I only like mine imported. Yes. Oh. Yeah, I absolutely. Mm -hmm. Imported kish. <laughs> imported kish. That's what you want is imported kish. I, I think that should pretty much wrap up the gas hole report. What do you guys Good think? Job. The gas hole Great report job. for today, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for bringing us a whole segment. And if you I work with talented. kish oil, Catherine, why don't you kish my living... Uh, kish my ass. Kish my, Kish my gas. Did you Kish ever know if somebody had had that, had that uh, speech uh, impediment? Or speech, I don't know what you do. It's not really an impediment. But they, they, they always, they, this oh. is how they talk. Oh, you, yeah. This, this guy I was talking to yesterday. Yeah. It's, so you get the Kish my gas. He <laughs> got, got all kinds of problems yeah. all of a sudden. The gas hole report. I love that. The gas hole. Oh, yeah. you know, I might Chris? be taking it a little more X-rated than I was going to, but <laughs> the gas hole is not gas. a good thing. To what, are say. <laughs> what are you talking? The gas hole. Uh, 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 speaking of periods. Um, speaking of periods. Gas hole. Come on. I was thinking more like sphincter. Oh, oh okay. Well, I don't know how you use it, but how do you use what? Their own. <laughs> hey, oh God, get away from me. Everyone has. Full transparency right now. Yeah, there you go. That's that's what we don't need. There's more, no question. We want more transparency. All right, so the are you going to be doing the gas hole report every week? <laughs> I think sure. you should. You should. Sure. He goes, sure. Yes, yes, I will do it every week. <laughs> do you ever guys? Do you guys ever do Costco gas? Yep. Uh, yo, of course. That's that's. You know, about as good as a deal you can get, except you got to sit in line with 10 billion other people. Oh, so, yeah, yeah there's know, never a that. line over at Costco. I always, like, I always have that moment of going, I'm going to do that and then completely forget. But no, I, well, you go there and you're like, oh, cool, I'm going to wait 45 minutes to save, you know, 10 cents a gallon. But, uh, I, Tom, it's up to you. you. You decide. You're the boss of this operation. You decide if you want the gas hole report. I think, I think the gas hole report would be very important. Or gas, gas, hole. Sorry, gas yeah, hole. gas hole is a hole. You're yeah, right. You had that nailed. Thank you, you guys, for one time correct. in my life. It's up to you. You you let me know. And uh, when I get that email about whether or not we're going on the show early next week or when the hell ever that's yeah, happening. Yeah, who knows? When I, let me know. Whenever I find out, out, you'll know. We'll send it in the same email. It'll just be one big group email. We obviously talk about a lot of different things. It was really funny. You just gave me a great memory. I was—I won't say which one it was, but it was a Costco. I mean, yeah. I'm not even say it was here or not. It might have been another state. Yeah, keep us on a. I go in, and I'm standing there, and I had to—I think I was applying for a new card. My card had expired. Oh yeah. So I'm applying for a new card, mm -hmm. and the guy behind the counter is just being a dick. Really? I'm like, what is this guy's problem? I just need to renew my card. He's just not friendly to me. He wouldn't look in me, look at me at all. He just looked down and go, hey, what? What's this all about? What's this? You know, he's doing that kind of Dang. deal. And I'm like, what is this? So as I go to leave, I walk by the security and go, what the hell is that guy's deal? And he goes, Tommy, the guy hates your show. 
Dang. Oh, snap. I go, my God, he must really he hate really that He really hates, because I'll tell you what, Costco employees are the nicest the people best. in the world. They're the best they're in the like world. They're like so chill. Not this guy. And they're dealing with mass amounts of heavy things, and they're still chill. He's probably one of those guys that when I said, you said yesterday that people believe that are stupid, he probably thought I was talking about him. Yeah. It probably didn't help that you were like, this stupid guy over here. <laughs> <laughs> the stupid bastard. Stupid bastard behind the counter. Well, just saying. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. What do you want me to do? Just but I do run into that about once or twice a year. I, you know, I, look, every, about five, ten times a week I run into people. I run into people in the hall out here. As a matter of fact, well, I told you it was your buddy's uh, nephew. Uh, but ran into kind of listen. I was here. I went to saw JB's son had an art, uh, has an art uh, exhibit going on in Richfield. I went to that and the custodian there, huge listener, didn't know we were back on the air. So he downloaded the app. So he's a listener now. So I meet great people all the time. So I would say about three times a year I run into somebody who just hates the show. It's just going to happen. You have that big an audience, you're going to run into people like that. Yeah. My favorite thing that happens um, for about the last 10 years or so that I remember, um, they'll be like, oh, what do you do? And I'm like, I'm like, oh, you know, I, I, I do the news. And they're like, oh, really? That's interesting. Or not. And then they'll go, oh, where? And I'll say, X, Y, Z, it doesn't matter. And they'll go, mm, yeah, I watch, I watch Care. It's or, so funny how people feel rude. Um, like, yeah. okay, well, what do you do? You work at Target? Mm, I shop at Walmart. I know. <laughs> I love it. The obligation people it. have to write, and I go, you don't I have know. to. I, yeah. I will literally don't even say just anything. say, like, yeah. I don't care, right. It's such a funny feeling where they go, oh, I don't listen to that. I listen to that. And I go, okay. Oh, like, good how, for you. But where do Great. you go with that information? I go, yeah, cool. Good. Um, yeah. Love that for you. Yeah. Oh, well, my my in-laws just moved from like a farm to Bemidji and they get uh, all the, you know, big city sh- channels. And they said, we're only watching Channel 5 because of Chris Egger. Pam Cakes. Oh, loves here you. Here we go. They were bummed to move from the farm and all the transition, but that's Damn the one it. thing they're excited is to start watching Chrissy E. But what Good. if I hate Chris Eggert? What about that? You still watch him to watch him when that's he fails. That's true every morning. You're all excited if he screws every up morning. at all. Magnificent. Tom comes in going, Chris Eggert did A, B, and C. Oh, I screw up a lot. It's, it's a very real newscast, I can tell you that right I now. I love your newscast, as a matter of fact, because it is so real. The that's Hannah why show like with it. that guy. Yeah, the Hannah yeah. show the with Hannah. that guy. The Hannah and Megan show guy. with those guys. <clears throat> That's exactly right. That's why I look at it all the time. <laughs> There's no question about it. All right, Chrissy. Well, you got to go, unfortunately. I thought I, guess was, I'll I was hoping you, you at... could be here till 11. Yeah, sorry. I guess I'll <laughs> see you at 8.17 on Monday. For one more week. And then do you know when you're going to be on in the new show? Uh, 11.45? Oh, so you're going to kick off the show then. I don't know if I'm kicking it off, but I'll be one of your first. Oh, no, that's right. It'll be at, no, it will. 1140 is when it starts. So you'll be, you'll be one of the guys kicking off the show. Oh. Yeah. Well, so maybe bring your A game. Maybe we'll have less gash hole reports <laughs> at that time. Maybe. Listen, I think what I'm bringing to you is solid content, but that can be our <laughs> I got a lot of notes. It I'll send you all my notes. solid content. Fair enough. I love that Fair so enough. much. I'm always open to criticism. This all right, guys, solid. have a good weekend. Thanks Bye, a lot, Chris. Chris. Have a Chris great one. Ladies and gentlemen, news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Chris Eggert, the best. You know, let me give you an example of the nice thing about that and the nice things that people do 
Um, Catherine and I went to the the uh, Twins game. No, excuse me, not the Twins game. It was the Viking game. Went to uh, the Viking game, uh, well, I guess it was a week ago now, a little over a week. But we went to the game, and a lot of the people that work at the stadium there are, are big, were big listeners of the old show, listen to this show now and all the rest of it. Yeah. But one guy was very sweet. And I see, I actually like this that he said that. He was an elevator operator. Yeah. And he said, are you Tom Bernard? And I said, yes, sir. And he goes, God, I've been a big listener of yours. I love your show. I listen to your new show, and it's the greatest. But i got to be honest with you. I like Joe Souchere just a little bit more than you, which I thought was great. I love that. You know, I love hearing stuff like that. Hey, you know what? Joe and I become good friends. We didn't have to be either because Joe and I didn't always agree on things. Yeah. But we become very good friends. He's just a hell of a good guy. They're going to bring all five of them on this show. Whenever we decide when the show is going to be on. I used to love when, um, so when we worked at Cumulus, and this is just me being so honest. I know we're not supposed to talk about whatever. Oh, I couldn't care less. No, I know you don't. But like at other stations, you're like, you're not allowed to say other stations. Remember that you'd always say that? They're like, you can't say, and don't say this, and don't say that, whatever. And I was like, why? Why are we acting like our listeners are idiots? They're not. They're well, they do that over at the keynote. What's-his-face does that to me. Over the, don't bring his name up. I know. Like, okay, because like, what? Oh, okay. Sorry, we don't treat our listeners like idiots because they're not. They're exactly. super intelligent people. Exactly. So anyways, I we were I was working at KQ, and they'd say, I don't listen to KQ. I work at, I listen to 93X. And I'd be like, same paycheck, bitch. Like, so plus <laughs> the fact, same company. I don't care. You know what I should, you know what I always tell them when they say that to me? I don't hear it very often, but when I do, I go... You know how happy that makes me? Because all that money I gave them to build that worked. <laughs> so like, shut your yap. But, like, that was always so funny to me because I, I, Allie would always laugh because me and Allie are best friends. Oh, Allie's great. And yeah. so I'd always be like, no, come on. But reality was all the same company. Like, okay. Thanks. And who cares? But I just loved it. I listened to 93. Cool. Like, it's owned by the same company. Like, They'll buy more coffee for us. Cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't. It, that never made any sense. Uh, good for you. I'm, well, you don't. I don't demand that everybody. We don't have a 100 share. I don't know if you know that or not. Thank God. So I can't get too wound up about you listening to somebody else. I listen right? to Joe Shizrew. So do I. It's a podcast. I listen all the time. Yeah, I listen to Garage Logic guy. all the time. It's great. It's a great show. I'm, I'm right there with you, man. It is a great. I show. I love it. I like it better than this show. I, I just decided just now. I get yelled at a little less when I listen to it. You do. Just because I'm not on it. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. If you're on it, it'd be hell for oh, Joe. Yeah. No, for sure. But anyway, I talked to Joe last week, and I got to talk to him again this week because all five of them want to come on this show. So we got one, two, three, four. Make it work. We got one more. You got to get one more chair in here. I could go sit with AJ. Oh, I can make it work. We'll make it work one way or the other. Yeah. Plus, you don't show up about halftime anyway, so what the hell's the difference? I have a phone call. Sorry, what did you say? Yeah, okay, you have a phone call. Was it the nobody, bank asking, where's our payment? Nobody calls me. Where's our payment? Where is it? Where's our money, You're bitch? Late. Have you had trouble with that, by the way? What's that? With uh, the mail situation. Sometimes I, send, I mail checks people, and they never get them. I would never mail a check to somebody. I, I, you're not, I In guess. In this economy? In this economy? In this economy? Why? Nobody else can cash it. No, I just, I don't know. Like, I, the last time I mailed a check to somebody, I got a speeding ticket, and I sent them a check because I just wanted mm-hmm. proof of it. But I don't even know why because you can do it online. It's really rare that I'm sending anybody money. The only check, I, it's rare I set, write checks at all. I think just today, yeah, a lot I, of people don't, yeah. I just want, like, that <clears throat> confirmation of, like, 
I see a thing that says that they received the money. Yeah. I don't want to put it in the mail and then it's like, it's a mystery box and then there's seven no, you're strings right. that touch it. It's getting to be that way. Because yeah. like if that check didn't go through for my ticket, I technically don't have a license, which exactly. is not a good... I don't know why. I was like, I better How write a you check. you get a license them. anyway? A license to kill, so you better move it along, a license sir. to kill, Tom. License to backhand, bitch. <laughs> oh, I'm really the same bitch today. I don't you know argue, you said bitch about ten times today. What's, what's so bitchy today? I don't know. Like, I'm in a really good goofy mood. Well, it is Friday. It is Friday. I've been in a good, good mood all week, though. 67. Sick. Keeping that pimp hand strong. Well, you've been in a good mood all week because you haven't been hanging out with your lame-ass buddies like you always do. Which buddies? I don't know. I just made that I up. I don't have friends. That's this, true. You don't have any friends. Literally, Hubbard now pays for all my extra time to go towards you or Lori and Julia. Like, yeah, there everything. You go. How come we don't have Lori and Julia on the show? They're not going to wake up. Maybe they'll come to our afternoon one. I bet they will. They're not going to wake up? No. At 9 o'clock? I mean, they might, but, like, they're, they're living our best lives. Oh, God. We're about whatever. to be on their schedule when you're about to love it. Oh, no, I, I've never, well, I, I've either worked nights or mornings. I've never worked middays or afternoons. Yeah. I've never done the afternoon. I was either 6 to 10 or 10 to 2 at night. Of course, I started overnights or morning radio. I've never worked the mid to two midday shifts nor afternoon drive. It's fabulous. I bet afternoon drive is great. Oh, I bet. I bet it's harder to make appointments, though. That's yeah. one thing. Pro- yeah, probably true. Like getting in the dentist is a rough one. That would be, yeah, that would be a problem. All right, we got to take a break. Be right back in a couple minutes. This all continues right after this. KNL Surplus and Ammo is your one-stop shop for all firearms-related products. That is the preferred choice among enthusiasts for over 25 years. Why? KNL Surplus and Ammo offers one of the widest selections of firearms in the region, and I'm not making that up. I, I was there last week. I saw it all, man. The big box stores say they have a big selection, but that usually means they have a lot of inventory, not a wide selection of different types of firearms. K&L has a broad selection of different calibers. K&L Surplus and Ammo also offers some of the best prices in the region. You might find a good sale now and again at a big box store, but K&L always has great pricing. And unlike a lot of other stores, K&L always includes tax and the listed price. K&L Surplus and Ammo is veteran-owned, offers first responder and veteran discounts. K&L is also committed to safety and a licensed FFL retailer, Find out for yourself why K&L Surplus and Ammo has been the choice of gun overs for over 25 years. Go to www.klgunstore.com. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. There's a guy named Tom Cross who likes to do kite things. Tom takes the phrase, go fly a kite to an extreme, and for years goes all over the country in search of great kite flying events. Lincoln City, Oregon comes to mind with Chinook winds and seven miles of precision. 
pristine beach that draws folks from all over North America for the best kite flying conditions in the world. Tom brings a little Minnesota with him when he goes to Lincoln City in his new 2109S Rockwood Mini Light Travel Trailer. The new lightweights from Rockwood are very popular. Tom hauls his trailer from Niemeyer Trailer Sales in Albertville and Elko New Market, Minnesota. Niemeyer Trailer Sales is the only place Tom would prepare his next kite flight. Solar panels, exterior griddle, air conditioning are just a few of the standard features in his Rockwood by Forest River from the place that is your ultimate RV headquarters since 1965. This is Tom Bernard. Visit my friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales and take your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Go to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com. Niemeyer Trailer Sales.